Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Ready for a new parak, parak shvi. And no der mina yerik. We're going to learn about our veggies. Okay. This time the person said, no more veggies for me. His uh, mother was bothering him too much to eat them, and so he wanted to get her off his case. So he swore, I'm not touching, I'm not benefiting from uh, yerik. So the question is, what does that include? Mutter b'deloyim. He's allowed to have gourds, because gourds are not your typical veggies. We're going to have to get into what the definitions are. What the, uh, the, the way I understood it was veggies are they're from the word green. And so a gourd really isn't a green. It's not like a leaf. It's more like a, there's, there are vegetables where you eat the leaf, and there are vegetables where you eat the seed. Those are royan. And then there, uh, there are vegetables where you eat the fruit that grows around it. And so uh, the, uh, technically a yerik is a green, which is usually a leaf. So... You said, no leaves for me. I'm not a rabbit, so you're allowed to eat the gourds. Rebbe Kiva Oser. Rebbe Kiva said, no. When you go shopping and you say veggies, you sometimes include greens. In the Hebrew, it's, uh, in English, veggies includes everything, pretty much. It's really not the right word. But, uh, That's what uh, I think. So if, you've got, if we're talking leafy vegetables, like a bell pepper, kind of in between a leafy vegetable and a Right, corn. right, that's right, yeah. It is kind of in between, right. So um, the chefs actually look for a color because they have color schemes. So they'll they'll say, "Get me a green." You know, they want they they have in mind a certain balance on the on the menu. They want a green, and so uh, so uh, we're going to see an interesting way of figuring out what's included. Um, and the way is, if you have somebody that works for you as your messenger, and you send them shopping. And he gets to the marketplace, and you ask him, can you pick up some yereks for me, some greens? And he gets there, and there's no yerekos. The farmers didn't bring that in. Um, it's, you know, we're used to shopping where you have set things. In those days, it was whatever was there. You had to just deal with whatever the farmers happened to bring that day. And some days you wouldn't have. It was potluck. You know, this was the, uh, yeah, a few stories in Gemara like that where, you went to the marketplace and whatever they had, that's what you had to deal with. Uh, um, you know, so if the person you sent is going to call you on the cell phone and say, this is all they got, you know, in the old days they had to come back and say, wait a second, you know, should I pick it up? That's all they got in the marketplace. So, Omer uh, Rabbi Kiva, they said to Rabbi Kiva, if you appoint a messenger to go to the marketplace and say, pick me up some greens, Omar and uh, there's no greens there. He's going to come back and say, all I found were, pot- were gourds. Uh, so, therefore, you see that it's not included. Omar Laham, he says the exact same thing that you're proving to me that it's not included. I say, that's a proof that it is included. He's not going to say, all I found were beans. Because <laughs> beans are not greens, right? So the, the fact that he said all I found was gourds, that, that means it is included. Uh, so, uh, you didn't buy them, though. Right, right, that's right. So that's, that's, where, that's the reason that we have this question. It's kind of in between. There must be that these gourds are considered vegetables. And beans are definitely not. So those are the two opinions, and we'll see more about it in the Gemara.
Uh, obviously, we're going to, there are some things that are sometimes, uh, the Gemara is going to have, um, the interesting case will be where if you ask for meat and all they have is chicken. So is chicken meat? Or no, it's, uh, it's chicken. <laughs> you asked for meat. But he'll, he, he'll come back and say, all I found was chicken, right? So does that mean it's, it's like meat? Or, you know, or no, it's not meat. Or if you ask for meat and all they have is liver. Liver is meat. Or it's not meat. I guess what you're saying is a common substitute. Right, that's right. Uh, well, right. Beans are not a common substitute for vegetables. Right, but... right, right. So that, that, that would be the, uh, that, that's really the root of the matter if you want to get uh, punny over here. Okay. So uh, one more uh, piece at the end of the Mishnah. What about things that are green until they dry up? In other words, like a pea. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's vegetables, and then it turns, it dries up and becomes a, a dried thing. So uh, that depends. For us, sir, you'd be forbidden in the Egyptian uh, bean when it's fresh. When it's fresh, it's like a pea. But the dry one, that's not considered a veggie. That's more like a, um, uh, Rashi says that they used to grind it. It's, it's a type of grain once it's dried. You know, it, it turns into like bean, uh, bean flour. He calls it a min dugan. Uh, dugan are, are, are typically your grains, your things that are piled up. So uh, apparently... Um, and, and, and I'm thinking of it like this. I'm not sure if it's totally... Again, you have a fresh green pea. That's a vegetable. It dries up, uh, and then it becomes... It's more like used as a grain type of thing. And so that's, uh, that, would be, that would be different. I don't know what the deal is with the Egyptian bean. I don't know. I've never heard of that. I don't think we use that term anymore, Egyptian bean. Is, is that what the article calls it, the Egyptian? Uh, it says... But yes, I don't. I don't think today you have. You can ask the supermarket for Egyptian bean. I don't think they're going to know what you're talking about. But okay, uh, let's see the Gemara. Hanoder Yerek. So going back on the case, he said no greens. Iva min Yerek Noder. But uh, why would Rebbe Kiva forbid gourds? They're not. They're not green. So Omar Ula Omar Yerkekidera Olai. He said. Those things that go in the pot, uh, those things that though veg in the vegetable pot. Apparently, there's a pot of veggies. It's your side dish. So those things that are included in that pot, uh, and apparently, let's see the Rashi quickly. Those are those are included in the greens of the veggies, even though it's technically not a green. I the doma Maybe you mean a green that happens to be in the pot. How do you know it means anything that goes in the veggie pot? But Omer Yerka Uh it means those vegetables that are cooked in that pot. What's the argument over here about these gourds? Uh so Kamifika from the fact that the messenger doesn't pick it up. And he calls and says, I went to the marketplace to get you greens, and all they had were these gourds. So clearly, lav minahu. Clearly, it's not, uh, it's not a gourd, because he, doesn't, he, he needs to call you. He needs to ask before he purchased. From the fact that he asks, uh, the messenger says, this is what they got. 
So, minahu, it must be it is included. It's very interesting that they, that they dispute. And I mean, the fact that he asked, he only asked if, it's, if it might be a good substitute. If it's a good substitute, maybe it's included. Or no, from the fact that he has to ask, clearly it's not included. I guess you, when a person makes a vow, how, how widespread is the vow? Is it, is, it mean, is it the standard vegetables or even those things that are sometimes substituted when they don't have the standard? How, 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 how far does it go? Omar by Moda Rebekiva in Yimaka She'enulaka. Now, Rebekiva says that since it's sometimes considered a vegetable or sometimes considered a green, but it's not 100% that's what he meant. They can't whip a guy because of that. In other words, he swore that he, he should be whipped, meaning it should be forbidden for him to touch a veggie. And then somehow he eats one of these gourds. So we're not sure if it's included or not. It, it's true that the messenger will ask you, and he only asks you if it's sometimes included. But when you do something, when you're not sure, you don't whip somebody. You can't punish somebody unless it's a for sure thing. It's not hasam. We learned over there. So usually... This is uh, something that comes up every now and then. It's the concept when a messenger is working for you and he does something, does he get the sin or does, do you get the sin? If you tell him to do something, so let's say you have Beis Amigdash property and uh, it's uh, by mistake or uh, the, the messenger uh, uses it, but he was acting on your behalf. So if you use temple property, the the sin of stealing temple property or benefiting from it is called me'ila. So the question is, who's in trouble? You told him, go and take that and use that, and you, uh, you didn't realize it was holy. So is he in trouble or are you in trouble? So we usually have a rule, shlucho kamosa, that he's acting on your behalf, so you're the one in trouble. But sometimes we say, he didn't have to say yes. If he knew that it was forbidden, he should have said, you know, so maybe he gets the sin. So there's an interesting rule that uh, Me'ila is one of the exceptions, that in this case we do say that there could be, uh, that it goes to the one who sends him. You're responsible for your property. If it's temple property and, uh, and under your wing, and you send a messenger to, uh, to use it, so you're going to be in trouble. So if you sent the messenger and he was acting on your behalf, the owner of the establishment, he's going to be the one in trouble because his messenger acted on his behalf and did the sin, and so the sin gets transferred. It's not like he did it, it's like you did it. But what happened if he wasn't told to do what he did? You never asked him to do that. So then he's in trouble. So let's say you had donated something and you put it aside and, the, and you told the shluch, uh, go and use that. Uh, for the family or for the establishment, then you're in trouble. Let's say the shliach did it on his own, then he's in trouble. So Montana, who is that? So Omrev Kista. Omrev Kista said, Mastisin de Kiva. That doesn't fit with Rebbe Kiva. It's none. Kate what's the case? Omar, a person said, again, this is a mission in Mila. Omar lo, tain basil orchim, uh, you tell the messenger, uh, I guess they're hungry, give them some meat. And you didn't realize that this was uh, meat that was donated to the temple. These steaks were donated to the temple. And you said, uh, give them meat. 
uh, I'm sorry, the meat wasn't donated, the liver was donated to the base of Mikdash. You don't like liver anyway, so you donate it to the temple. So, uh, and he served the liver to the guests. So, Tain Basar, you told the messenger, give them meat. Venosan Lehem Kaved, and he gave them liver. Um, or you said, give liver, and he gave them meat. So, he didn't follow your instructions, so he's in trouble. You're not the one in trouble. You knew that the meat was uh, holy meat, or you knew the liver was holy. You told him, take the other one, and he didn't listen to you. So he's in trouble, not you. Um, it's what? Well, because liver is a type of meat. So the question is, um, when you tell somebody to serve, if, if we consider something a substitute, as included in the vow. Uh, so here, why don't we, for, clearly we don't include liver in, in the category of meat, and meat in the category of liver. The in Rebbe Kiva, but Rebbe Kiva did. If you tell them to pick me up some meat, and all they have is liver, so Shliach should call and say, they don't have any meat, they have liver. <laughs> should I get it? Uh, there are people that love meat that will not eat liver. You know, it's a different... Uh, so the shliach would definitely ask. So, but since, according to Rabbi Kiva, since they would ask, it's in the same category. Limo balabayas, below limo shliach. So you, according to, if, according to Rabbi Kiva, that since liver is sometimes a substitute for meat, if you get to the meat section and they don't have any regular meat and all they have is liver, so you'll get it. and You'll say, that's all they had. So according to Rebbe Kiva, so this messenger, you told him to serve meat, he served liver, he still was acting on your behalf. Ah, you never told him to serve liver. Liver can sometimes be understood like Rebbe Kiva as a form of meat. So this definitely can't, doesn't seem to fit with Rebbe Kiva. And it'd be unusual not to have a Mishnah fit with Rebbe Kiva. Om Rabbi Afilu Rebbe Kiva, as we turn the page. Milo modu Rebbe Kiva desor melechemuche. Rebbe Kiva still says you need to ask. You need to. In other words, uh, Rabbi Kiva says that it is considered in the same category, and therefore, if a person takes a plain vow, uh, he definitely could include a substitute. But over here, where we're trying to figure out if he's working for you, when you work for someone, you have to ask when you deviate from the instructions. And so, we're trying to figure out if, is the shliach acting on his own behalf, or is he acting? So, even though meat is enough in that category you should ask, it's also enough in the category that without asking, the shliach isn't doing what he's supposed to. So in this case, uh, he served liver. You better find out if they like liver before you serve liver. You'd be in big trouble. Um, and imagine if that, you know, you were the, um, the, when a person like books a, of an event at a fancy place and they don't serve, they're, they're very into uh, they agree on a menu. That's what they got to serve, you know. And and sometimes people ask for a, a refund if it doesn't, if it's not exactly what they asked for, because uh, they put a, you know, the clients put a lot of work in saying this is exactly what I want. So if they ask for meat and they, and everybody all they had was liver, they you know they'll get a refund. It's not considered in that category. It's enough that they may call you up and say, you know, this is what we could get. Will it work? Itmar, let's look at this teaching a little more. Itmar, Mishmar. But basically we're saying there's a different criteria for whether the messenger is doing his job than whether something may be included as a substitute for a vow. 
So uh, as far as the messenger, he at least has to ask before he does it. Whereas the vow, since he's asking, you see that it is typically included. It marsh meisa kamei rava. We learned the name rava lahom shapra amr nachmeni. Nachmeni said that uh, Nachmeni, who is a bias, his nickname was Nachmeni because he was adopted by Rabbi Nachman. Uh, Rashi brings this. Where the um, second that was the archbishop of the Ran? Oh, the Ran, yeah. That's what I was looking for. The Ran, it marshmaisa kameda rava. It's about nine lines up. Mander mastis in the mila libidur evikiva. And he said, Shapur omer nachmeni hainu abaye. Abaye was the one called nachmeni. So why is he called nachmeni? The finish is gado obeys rabba bar nachman. A nachmeni. He, was, he grew up in that house. So he, he was a nachmeni. If you grew up in someone's house, that's, your, that's who you are. Okay. So back to the Gemara. So man, who's the one who argued with Kiva Rishim Gamliel, the, the Tanya? Hanodim in Abasar. If a person swears, I'm forbidden to benefit from any meat, no more meat for me. I'm becoming the vegan. Right? So, Asr, call me Nebasar. If you don't want a live creature, so you're not going to be able to eat any kind of meat. Va'asr, Barosh, you can't have head meat or foot meat. Oh, Kana. This is the trachea. I was trying to figure out if anybody could eat a trachea. It's like a. It's uh, uh, I wonder if it's the meat around the maybe it's neck meat. Yeah, it's probably neck meat. Uh, that's uh, definitely people that eat necks. In some texts of the Gemara, the word avayim, intestines, appears as well. Oh, okay. Or the intestines, uba kaved, or the liver, uba lev, uh, uba ofos. Uh, all of those are are in the category of meat. If you forbid meat, so even though. It's a different type of meat. It's chicken, it's liver, it's heart, uh, it's cartilage, it's all, all meat. Umutter, and uh, the question will be about the innards. Um, that's what they call pink slime. Uh, they discovered that the, uh, uh, the, uh, a lot of the, if you wondered, McDonald's is, was always famous for having a cheap hamburger. And they were always trying to figure out, how do you get a 19 cent hamburger? And so they, or whatever it was that they, uh, so it's because it's made from the innards that are really not edible. Uh, they, uh, they grind them up and they treat them with certain chemicals and they, therefore it's, your person's able to swallow it and they mix it with other stuff. And, uh, it's, uh, so somebody came up with the term pink slime. That was the term that they used to... Uh, and it woke people up that, you know, it's not real. You know, it's, uh, you don't want to eat that. So... Uh, uh, the, yeah, that's right. Umutter, <laughs> but you are allowed to eat fish because that's not meat. Even though it's called, it's interesting in Hebrew. You might say baser dogim, the meat of the fish. Right? It's fish meat. Vachagavim, a grasshopper meat. It's not meat, and it doesn't make you fleshik. Rishgimlil says another baser bekol mine baser. You are not allowed to eat any type of meat. You know, any kind of steak or chalut meat or whatever. But you are allowed to have the head and the feet, uh, the pacha, upakana, or the neck meat, vakaved, um It was interesting to me. I don't know what head meat is, what head is exactly as far as meat. It, it, maybe, but is it different? Like liver is different, has a different, like the, he said, like the, it's included, like there's, you've got the liver and the neck and then the head. 
So it's, it implies like it has a different flavor. It's not a steak. It's a different... Uh, Right. Well, the feet are not the body either. Um, you know, usually when you say meat, you mean the body, you're saying. You mean the ribs. You don't really... A head is like a different... Uh, you wouldn't consider that. I think there's very little meat on it. Maybe that's the point. That's not really meat. That's... Uh, I don't know. Maybe... I don't know how they would eat it or what they do. But uh, that's... He says you're allowed to eat uh, the head. Um, now... Maybe, maybe that's that's right. Tongue is a different. Uh, um, uh, I think they're talking brain. Oh, yeah. oh that's brain, interesting. Yeah. yeah, brains definitely would be. Uh, yeah. I imagine would taste different. <laughs> um, yeah, if you ate some brain, you know, if somebody should tell you that that's not your standard uh, uh, standard meat. We're not as used to them because um, uh, the 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 um, in the old days when you shechted an animal you didn't want to waste anything it was expensive and so you used every part, so people were much more familiar with all the parts of the animals they used to neck meat they were used to tongue and heart and uh, all all kinds of different stuff. Today um, they uh, it's what what the butchers can sell are what they carry and what's not so common they they don't even bother getting. So, um, and then, the, the, you know, the, the slaughterhouses find other ways to use those types of meats, you know, whatever those may be. But sometimes, you, you know, to growing up today, how often do you see, uh, uh, you know, different types of meat that, you know, the Bukharians still use them. They, they like to get the whole cow and use every single part, you know. They have, this goes in the soup, and this goes there, and this goes, you know, they, that's the, the old-fashioned way. Um, there's a reason why you don't see feet anymore. Uh, apparently, the uh, in between the toes, like in between the the, uh, the sometimes is animal dung and stuff because it's, it's where the animal walks, and a lot of times that's where the bacteria and the germs are. So it, the USDA has very strict requirements if you want to use that part that has to be like washed by hand or taken care of, and so it's like not worth the trouble. So that's why you rarely will see you know, cow feet, you know, anymore, or the, you know, the, unless you want to, <laughs> right, I'll manage with that, okay, uh, but that's, that's the story, okay, getting back to the Gemara, you forbid yourself from meat, he says, that's real meat, but not head, or brains, or feet, or, or the trachea of a coven and liver, or lave, ubaophus, uh, or birds, and certainly not fish and grasshoppers. And he went so far as he says, innards, love busser. That's not meat. Pink slime's not meat. And he said an interesting statement. If you eat the innards, you're not a mensch. You don't belong in this world. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a man. Um, uh, what? Chitlins, that's what that is like. The, it's it's like gooey. It's like a, um, yeah. So ochleim kabaser in um. So the Morris um the Morris a little surprised at what he's saying that you're not a not a mensch, you're not a person. What does he mean by that? That's uh, people that are poor. Again, uh, you use uh you use whatever you can afford, and if no one else eats the innards and you can buy them cheaply, you'll eat them. And the more I said in the Indians vino lavarnish. If you had a choice, uh, you wouldn't sell them at the same price as the other things. Uh, 
you wouldn't buy them. Uh, they're definitely the innards are not the same uh, same value as the regular meat. Um, if you would, in other words, if you if they cost the same as, as regular meat, and you would you say, oh no, I like this mushy stuff. So that's not the standard. That's there's no no regular person would would typically uh, pay the same price or would say I prefer the innards uh, to the uh, uh, to the meat. So Maisha Basar Of. Uh, why is it, according to the first view, the chicken, which in Hebrew has the word baser in it, it's the meat of the, of the bird, according to Tanakama, that's included because he's going to ask you, they have no red meat, but they have chicken. Baser, dogim, nami, Aren't they going to ask about fish also? If he can't find any, any meat or chicken, he'll ask you about the fish. If I can't find any meat, I said dogim, Belitzer, it should be forbidden. So, uh, wouldn't wouldn't the same reason that chicken would would be a substitute? Wouldn't fish be a substitute? Amar Abai, it depends on what the reason you're sending the messenger. Uh, if you person just had surgery, and uh, the person when a person has uh, bloodletting, um, so they tried to eat red meat after bloodletting. They still do. They still recommend eating you know things that are rich in a certain types of uh, after a person has has lost a lot of blood. So, uh, but they don't recommend fish. So, kigojik is dumb. The low alchodagim. There, clearly, if you person had bloodletting and they need some red meat to build themselves up their, their blood, they shouldn't, uh, there the fish wouldn't be included. So, Morris says, well, if that's true, even chicken, birds, nami, low alcho, you know, domer bistru de sifra. Let's say you just had bloodletting and you eat some bird, parach liba, your heart flies away, kitsifra, like a bird. So it's interesting, though, there, there's a memory device that if you say something that uh, invokes a picture, you'll remember it. So uh, sometimes people would forget, like, you know, they don't go bloodletting every day, and they typically they would eat meat. But if you think in your mind, you know, a bird flies, and uh, it flutters, and if you eat chicken after uh, bloodletting, and you don't have some really strong red meat or those things that replenish you, you also your heart will fly, meaning that you'll be uh, you'll feel weak. Uh, so that was the imagery that he gave it. Vitanya uh, and we learn ain't makizin. It's not healthy to after bloodletting to have fish or to have chicken. Veloa or salty meat. Now salty meat is definitely meat, but uh, it's not recommended after bloodletting. It's the Vitanya hikizdam lo yokolo kolf. Actually, you shouldn't have dairy things. Velo no no milk and no cheese. Velo bay and velo shakalayim and not cress. Velo ofus and not chicken. Velo basumaliak and not salty meat. Um, so we see that uh, that these other things are definitely depending on what the reason you're looking for meat. If you're looking for meat for certain types of energy, or you just again a person just had had lost a lot of blood. They don't fit the category. So Lemora says, uh, well, chicken is not exactly the same. Shani Ofus to Epshia If it's prepared the right way, so then you could have it after bloodletting. If you, uh, if you um, broil it, if you do broiling it, uh, you could eat it, apparently. Uh, then, it, then it would have that, it would keep the nutrients that would need to reinforce. Abai says a different answer. He says it depends really on what What's the reason that a person is uh, um, shopping? The, it's interesting when they had uh, when people weren't well. 
they bought certain foods to help them get better. And uh, they were very into, you know, a person has a, has, is sick, they got, they got him an orange, or they got him a... They're, they're, the foods that you eat can help you. Uh, all the old sayings about starve a cold and feed a fever or whatever, like there, there was something people were into, your diet makes a difference as to getting better, what you eat. So uh, he says, He says a person has uh, uh, an eye headache. He has an eye problem. Fish are not good for eye problems. So Imar says, um, He says, um, that's not what Shmuel held. Shmuel was a doctor, and he said, uh, if you remember from the letters of the alphabet, they spell Nuna. Uh, Nuna, it's a hint to the word that the Nuna fish is good for the eyes. Uh, if you eat that fish, you'll have good eyesight. So uh, we seem to have a contradiction here. If a person has this eye problem, is, he, is it good for him to have fish, or is it not good? So Mura said, sof uchla. That's at the end of the um, at the uh, at the end of the meal or the end of the at the end of the illness. In other words, when he first gets sick, fish isn't good for him. When he's starting to get better, then uh, then the um, the fish would be good for him. And he's making the netter in the beginning when he shouldn't eat fish. So uh, that even though he said Nuna is good for the eyes, that's at the later stage. At the earlier stage, it wouldn't be good for the eyes. Um, we grew up with Popeye. You know, you watch the cartoon, you you eat the right, you know, you eat your spinach, and you get like immediately he gets strong. Like that was the imagery that we had. You know, you eat it, and wow, you could take on the world. That was the. Um, it was really very fake because even if you say it's good for you, it's only you know, slowly and, you know, build up nutrients and this and that. But that was the, uh, I, I remember being told as a kid that fish was brain food, you know, that it's like you eat it, it's good for your, uh, uh, you'll do well in school or something. Like foods that they had to force you to eat if you were told they, they did, you know, uh, somehow I'll eat the spinach because I want to be like Popeye or something. That was the, the campaign and it was very effective, you know. Okay, have a great day, everybody. Be well.